Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Been good, man. Busy spring break. Oh, you're busy, crazy as all get out. Freaking spring break, dude. Never too, never too, never too old, dude. Well, yeah, no <laughs> shit. Especially when you have kids that age that want to do stuff. So, oh, yeah, oh, oh bro. yeah. No, hell no. I don't do it. I, I, I'm usually, I'm just the, um, I fund it, and then they, they freaking do spring break. I fund it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Family yeah, life, I just fund it. No, yeah, you got to watch the games, though, right? Yeah, dude, I told them they can go do all they want, but I, I, I was finding me a spot. Or if we did something, they'd go say they're at a museum or freaking we were in New Orleans, so say we were doing something else, I'd find a bar and watch the games and be like, or and honestly, they were they were pretty cool about it. My uh, one of at least a couple of my daughters love watching UT basketball, so we planned around watching the game yeah. and stuff like that. So. It worked definitely out no, well. definitely no shortage of sports bars in NOLA. Hell no. And that was the thing when we were on Bourbon Street. I mean, we'd stop for freaking 10, 15 minutes and watch whatever game's going on. They had them all on. They did, they, they know what they're doing. This is not their first rodeo. So Hell the combination no. of that and it being the week of St. Patty's Day, it was, it was, um, it was some people watching. That, that's for sure. <laughs> that's it's awesome. my first, my kids' first time at seeing, um, a, a drunk man passed out. O'clock. Dude, this is the funny thing. We saw maybe a couple of drunk men, but I would argue we saw 10 drunk women. Oh, yeah. It was, dude, this one lady, and I've always watched the golf, the golf like Instagrams where they're recording somebody walking sideways. Mm-hmm. I saw that for the first time, and there was a woman, and, uh, and she fell twice. It was great. That's it was, amazing. It was pretty epic. It's amazing. And then, of course, the week before South by I, I, the one y'all saw was Bijan's. I did another one with UT. So it was, uh, it's been, uh, and now this week is match play. Austin's, uh, busy. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. My God. Wild. Wow, wow, wow. But the horns, baby. Basketball. Yeah, I think we're going to do it. 
We might be seeing we might be seeing you in Houston real soon, my friend. Dude, if that happens, I am there every single day. Yeah, we'll be there right with you. We'll be right. We'll be right. We'll, we'll go <laughs> we'll live, man. You will send you a picture of this hat Nick got me and Alex got me for my birthday. This Texas hat that's like this big. I'll wear. <laughs> I'll wear it for you. We'll send you photos from this past weekend. It was funny. <laughs> Heck yeah! Cool, cool. Where's Toss? He here? No, you know his uh, girlfriend's aunt passed away, so they're going back to Dallas. Oh no, man! Didn't realize that. That sucks. Yeah, brutal. Sudden. Pretty sudden on Saturday. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, we'll talk about the good news. Hell yeah. We're back to the horns up talking at Texas podcast. Fisher, Snacks, Crider, and the Quan Cosby. Get your horns up because here we go. Horns up talking Texas podcast. We have so much to talk about the men's team who we think not only could go to the final four, but could maybe do it. But I want to, you know, give a quick shout out because we don't always do this. We appreciate them. We love them. But we don't always do this. I want to give a shout out to our women's team who had an amazing season there in March Madness as well in the bracket. Uh, and, you know, I want to give a, a, to open a shot, at least a shout out to the women's team who had an amazing year. Oh yeah. And if you're going, uh, if you're in Austin, they're playing tonight to get into the sweet 16 at Moody. Yeah. Uh, Louisville beat them. And I think uh, Hawaii. And so make it a home field advantage. So our women's team can ball out and uh, get to a sweet 16 as well. How cool would that be if, uh, both of our squads are just taking care of business on that level. And it's why we keep winning that director's cup because outside of football teams are, uh, they're nationally recognized and, and competing. Yeah. I think Absolutely. we were one of, uh, it was 14 or 12 teams. One of the number that have a program that won, uh, or that was in a bowl game that was in a men's college tournament and mm. a women's college tournament. So one of 12 or 14, I don't know, know the exact number, but, just speaks about, yeah, oh, it just speaks plus. volumes about our, our programs and how, how well the sports programs are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, now – yeah, sorry, Q. Well, I was going to say going to the men's side of things, you know, because this is a team we had such high hopes for going into the season, the Moody Center coming to fruition. Q, you've been telling us how amazing it is over there and what the vibe has been like on campus. And, you know, obviously saying again, like, what a great job the women's team has done. It's really remarkable – what the players on our men's team have overcome. It's crazy. Like the beer not only gets fired, but then gets hired. It has to be such a weird, like all of it has to be such a weird feeling. It's in the news. It's so bizarre. But both of these, it, both these teams, Colgate and Penn State, are two of the top three, two of the top 15 three point shooting teams by percentage in the country. Colgate was number one. Penn State was number 11. We're going up against Xavier in the Sweet 16, which I believe three, something like that. Penn State shot under 30%, so did Colgate. Penn State came rip roaring back and even took the lead at one point. Yeah. Half when, over when number two was driving me crazy. He was getting under my skin a little bit. I'm okay with you hitting threes, but he's throwing up his fraternity signs. Uh, that, that 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 turns and then, not to dive into it, but I, the group I was in, I didn't actually see it, but one of the guys said, "Boom!" That's exactly what we needed, and that was when the Penn State kid threw the horns down. Uh oh! And I'm gonna tell you, dude, it's crazy how it works. But we had a 10-0 run after that. Yeah, I mean that was the whole the whole exactly. My whole point is this. It's kind of been our mo. I was sitting. We were sitting out here, and like someone's like, "All right, Texas always jokes." 
always chokes. It has been our MO in basketball and football. They always, and it was like, let's, let's be real. Like the whole football season, we were always like, ah, like that one that was, it came down to one play. I mean, we talked about it with, with Griff, with Vicaro, Pascas, you know, like it's one play. Like every time it's not like, you know, just like an avalanche. Like I, I could literally think of one game over the last two seasons since we've all been doing this together in football where there was an Iowa State game last year where we got blown out outside of that it's always come down to like one or two plays and in basketball it's always been a situation of and i'm sure shock is a great guy but once again he's choked he was the two seed i mean again michigan also michigan state's right right you know riding that narrative of like the unfortunate tragedy that happened on their campus um and also say that just to our point this season we've handled diversity so well as you said but it's almost like we play better under pressure when the team is breathing down our neck. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we've had games where we've had to come crawling back from a deep hole at halftime, right? Being a great second half team all season long. And so, you know, we're cruising for a while in this Penn State game. And then all of a sudden they come back. And then we said, no, 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 no. You know what? Let's not do that. Don't yeah. take over the game and close it out. <sighs> How nasty. 28 10. But again, and I and I, here here locally, everybody's saying, "Yeah, that was insane." He took over. They had zero answers for him. But that's been Dazoo for like the last two months, right? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I mean, we talked so many early on in the season about uh, we kind of have a big man, but we don't. Um, I mean, Mitchell is actually the scar and has a little, you know, have a couple of inches on Dazoo, but that dude has been a baller. Rice, Rice, been our guy too off the bench. He was off. Uh, we were what, one for like 13 from three and to find a way to win on that level. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was nice. It was sweet. Yeah. It's yeah, nice that just who's a hometown kid too, growing up in Pflugerville, always wanted to go to UT and then mm. finally, you know, transfers over from Vanderbilt last season was okay, but fully coming to fruition this season and putting the city of Austin on his back. They always flash his parents in the stands. Yeah. Always flash his parents in the stands. Oh, he, I mean, I saw pictures of him as a kid. He had Longhorn gear all the time and went to football games and basketball games. Like, he adored the Longhorns. Yeah, I was going back to what I was saying. It's like in that same vein that y'all are talking about, DeSue, our team, like the narrative has just shifted. Like, DeSue is no longer the big man that we thought who could be X, Y, and Z and can't rely on. He's the big man that is, and we can rely on. We are no longer the team that chokes the game away and gives it away and gives up a massive lead and can't hang on or can't shoot ourselves back into the game, can't get to the line. You know, we went, we didn't go to the line a bevy of times, went eight of 11, hit the clutch shots on the line when it counted. Serge Barry Rice went one of six from three. He was cold, like you're saying, Q. He still found a way to get 13 points. Yep. You know, which has been his whole MO. You know, he finds like, everyone's like, oh, like the pump fake, the three point shot. Rice always, always finds a way to get in double figures. Honestly, there's a bunch of stories here, and I think I want to touch on a couple of things really quickly. With DeSue being the hometown kid, I don't know if you saw this cue, but Garrett Wilson for the Jets ended up going to Ohio State, right, and grew up in Lake Travis, went to Lake Travis, um, didn't commit to Texas. I think tweeted out and he said – it's good that, you know, the University of Texas is finally giving recognition to like its homegrown talent and it's coming to fruition. Some are like along those lines. Right. Yeah. And it's been a thing of ours for a long time that like we can't close on the Austin guys, local guys. Like, you know, we're talking about Garrett Wilson, but there's been a bunch in the past. That, Smith and Jigba. Yeah. Homeboy uh, went to Oklahoma, the the running back. Big, big. Oh, P. Ryan. P. Ryan. You had uh, Higgins went to Stanford. Coach Kennedy, my old coach, stole him. So, I mean, there's a long list. And then the quarterbacks. And that was always, 
hit hit or miss from that standpoint. But yeah, no, he's right though. It's cool, that, it's, cool that, it's cool that he recognized it, and and cool even better. I'm gonna tell you what's wild about that because he made the right choice. Let's be honest. I, oh yeah, I mean, I, I wish he would have gotten him, but he made the right choice. Right, and yet. He still, there's something in the back of him that still has a little burn orange in him yeah, to say, 100%. to say, uh, it's, it's nice, must be nice. So um, it kudos to the Sue, though, because he did make another choice and we had the chance to come back. Yeah. But one thing I was going to say earlier is um, y'all said it all. Diversity, the blah, 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 blah. Rodney freaking Terry. Yep. What a freaking unbelievable job. What else, what does he have to do? Um, what is nothing, he, you're, no, you're, nothing. Dude, He's got a job. insane to me. I, 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 and I'm going to tell you the narrative that I'm thinking in my head. And it's Monday, so I'm already off. You announced today. You announced Wednesday. He's our guy. You already see. I mean, you got Coach Ogden bear-hugging him and him wrapping his legs around him like they're kids out there. You have the players at the press conference saying, are you kidding me? Give them his flowers. And so can you imagine – and, and, and I go back to a very different scenario, but I was playing when um, Ray Lewis was about to retire. Yeah. In the psychological aspect of, of professional sports or college sports or high-level high sports, Ray Lewis knew he was going to retire. He could have absolutely waited to the end of the year and did that. But when they squeezed into the playoffs, he did it at a press conference, and they end up winning the Super Bowl that year. They were not the best team that year. But they end up winning a Super Bowl because when you have something on that level, psychologically, when you're playing for something, you're always playing to win. But when you're playing for something even more, you know, that's bigger than you, yeah. like they would for how excited they would be for RT getting that freaking job. I just, again, I, I liked their chances when the way RD is playing, the way our offense is answering. But if you add just that even little nugget of just confirmation to, RT and the way the guys are playing and them trying to prove it right. What are we waiting on, man? The dude yeah. has done everything right. I would and, announce it right away. You oh, know what? Absolutely. They just like, we want, here's like the crazy thing is like, what do you want? You want Cal Perry? Where is he watching from the couch again? Yep. I don't think they didn't make any changes at all. Honestly, the only way I would have seen him not coming back next year for this job was if they got upset by Colgate. And even then, I thought it was still 50-50. But now he's definitely solidified his position in my eyes. I mean, obviously this team feels that way too, but you're right. If if they go ahead and announce it on Wednesday that he's the guy for the rest of – till next year and the year after that, these players are going to play even better for him than they've been already playing. It fires yeah. him up. Well, and then let's talk about the other piece. One of the questions was, can he recruit? Yes. All of the guys that we had committed – and, and that was my biggest worry. I'm, I'm a, I, I probably said it on here, and I certainly said it to, to UT folks. I was like, oh, crap, man. I hope there's not a mass ex exodus. And not that I thought there needed to be or even that I doubted Rodney Terry, but that's the nature and culture of these kids coming out these days. So I was like, oh, man, here we go. Yeah, and none of that happened. We saw the Rice, Rice game. It was less than freaking 10 hours since the announcement and the breaking news of Coach Beard. And they found a way to gut that one out. And Wrights was shooting like 48% from freaking three. And then from that point on, they just been balling out. Like everybody, they've had lulls. And we can see what March Madness, everybody can beat everybody to a certain degree. But yeah, I, I'm with y'all. I, I don't know what else he needs to do because where we are now, somewhere we haven't been in a very, very long time. And yep. lots of coaches in the mix. 
Amazing. I will say that, like, look, it's kind of ironic and poetic that, you know, we're always looking for the culture change, right? Especially in football and in basketball. We haven't found the right guy. You know, we went from Rick Barry to Shaka Smart to Chris Beard, now Terry in football, you know, Mac to, to Chuck to Tom to Sarkeesian. And the fact that Terry was just right underneath our nose, you know, on our staff, we didn't have to go out and do this grand coaching search or anything like that. And look, culture shifting. Like, Sometimes the best things are just right underneath your nose. It's Herb Brooks, man. I will say, Beard did go get him, though. Beard, Beard knew what was up. But he, he you was, know what's funny? is the last time we made the Sweet 16, guess who was on that staff? Terry. Rodney Terry. KD. He was, he was there. We show photos of him. I mean, it may not be the best guy, but it's the right guy. Like, he, Mac Brown wasn't their first pick, but he was the right guy. You 100%. Hundred percent. Like, you, you go across. If you go, just not even in like in, in coaching. Go across sports. It may not always be the best guy. Like, I mean, if you go to like, I don't even know why this popped into my head, but like, bum. There was times where Bumgarner was on the Giants staff. He wasn't the best pitcher, but he was the right pitcher, and they put him in the situation and he delivered, and he ended up becoming the best guy to do it because he was the right guy. To, you know, it just that one just popped in my head so randomly because I think I was just look, looking at him earlier. Um, but there's so many times worry. in sports where it's the right dude that just comes in, and right. I, I feel like people are saying that this Xavier game like with Sean Miller could be like the whoever wins this game gets a head. Screw that, dude. I hope he just pops him right in the mouth. I hate, first of all, I hate Sean Miller. Hate Sean Miller. He's the most overrated coach in college basketball in my lifetime. I hope Terry just comes in, and we haven't even played a complete game. First game, too many turnovers. Second game, can't hit a three. Like, imagine if we like clean up all the mistakes. Imagine yeah. if we play like we did in the Big 12 tournament. Imagine we play like we did ultimately the first game we played Kansas. I mean, that's our, our potential, and we haven't even reached that yet. We are where we are. So mm-hmm. that again, because you know what's cool talking about coaching jobs. And by the way, I will reword that too, because coaches have ego, may not be the best guy. No, no, no. They're the right guy and they're the best guy for Texas. Right. And so that's the way I would word it. But we haven't been at our best. But the halftime adjustments have been some of the freaking best. We couldn't hit the backside of a barn from three. So what did the guys start doing? Driving the ball. What do they do? Amp up their defense. And so all those things like that that are showing the man can coach. They listen. They adjust. It's, I mean, heck, shoot, as much as we love our football team, we worried about halftime adjustments. I'm yeah. still not sure about them. But right. we're seeing it in the game of basketball. And he's just he's just doing if, if he didn't come in the way he did, I would be arguing coach of the year. He just still saying. might get it, honestly. Seriously, depending on how it wins, you're exactly won right. the big 12 championship tournament, like you know, finished a half game off the, the regular season big 12 champion, you know, behind Kansas and held together this team. I mean, at the same time, look, we're looking at this tournament and our odds keep getting better and better not only because we're playing great ball, but like a lot of teams are getting knocked out here, right? And this is clearing the path for us, and it's getting easier and easier along the way when these big programs get started knocked out. And you look at what you need to have success in the tournament, obviously you want your guys to get hot. And look, we got to see who's hot. You know, Marcus Carr can heat up. Jabari Rice hasn't been, you know, the hot guy that we've been seeing all season long, but he can he can ignite any moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the team and is playing he won't complete ball. Game. He went, what, Yeah, yeah. Freaking nine from three. So it's yeah. Just- we have, and that's the, the thing we haven't even hit on yet. 
are deaf. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's yeah. Morris. Like he can come yeah. in. And He's even done. Morris and Mitchell haven't even really done much yet. I mean, we could just throw. I'm just waiting for him to just you know heat seeking missile Morris and one of these guards in the Xavier game. We completely take them out of the game because like we're we're there's something going right in our three point defense that are that are taking away opportunities. And I was just looking at head coach. I mean. Hurley on UConn, maybe like Tang on Kansas State because they were supposed to be at the bottom of the Big 12. But there's no, there's no, there was a point where it's like, all right, well, nothing's changed with Terry as the head coach. Someone's like, oh, like no beard. You guys are in trouble. I'm like, well, what's changed? The games we've lost, like, are the games we were supposed to, could have lost anyway. Right. Like, we could have lost that Baylor game with or without Chris Beard. Like, these are yeah. games we could have lost with or without Chris Beard. We, we blew that Illinois game and they got bounce in the first round in the garden like when beer was our coach yeah i just there's no one that's gone through the adversity that rodney terry has and hey look he's had head coaching experience too if this is a guy who's never yeah. had a coaching job before and just was assistant his whole career then i'd be asking some questions but he's had a long time as a head coach in his career yeah and k-state's pretty dang good <laughs> tcu nice. won a couple i mean the, the, the big 12 has lost some they lost a few but again, they're one of the few conferences with a couple of people in, still in, in, in the show. So it, they're still proving that it was a, one of the best, if not the best, conference. And again, Terry got second by a game in it and then went and won the, the freaking uh, tournament. So, man, I, I don't know what he needs to do. Um, if, if I'm very biased just because been there a few games, watching how – and it's not even the wins and losses. When I watch the team interact with him, when I see the love they have for this man, it's it's a no-brainer for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A couple more for you, Q. Well, you, got, you, you mentioned before we hopped on, you spoke with B. John, you know, obviously a guy that we love here. What were, what were some of your biggest takeaways from really sitting down with him and having this, you know, another opportunity to talk with him like in an interview setting? And where do you want him to go play professional football? Man, <laughs> I'm in Texas, <laughs> so I got to be careful with this. Uh, no, just say it. The Cowboys, they did let Ezekiel Elliott go, and so that's becoming a real possibility. Um, and, and, and it's what's funny about it is the only thing you know, Jerry's so reactive. I wonder if it's a real possibility because he knows that Philly is really high on Bijan as well. Um, and if I'm being a golly Cowboys fans, don't come after me. But Philly is so ready. They get a Bijan. And I, because this is the thing, and the Cowboys win too, but that organization still gives me the heebie jeebies. And so Philly is so there. Like they're a great organization. They, they, they went to the Super Bowl. They have a couple, it was crazy as all get out, a couple of pieces, somebody like Bijan. It, it could be pretty freaking special and it's bigger than the teams. It's what I want for Bijan because going into that interview, he's just that dude. He, he truly is. <laughs> it's funny because you're like, but he's a Lambo. He's a guy who I don't even fractionally question his humility, even when he's driving a Lambo. <laughs> like that's, that's what's so crazy about it. And, and what we were talking about at South by is, uh, what was cool, we all knew about the mustard deal. We, we talked about it, Bijan, Dijon, it makes perfect sense. But I'm going to tell you, it blew my mind, and, and it changed the game on even as much as I think NIL still is an absolute train wreck and a mess. But some smarter players like Bijan, what we dove into is he didn't get a dime to actually do that deal. What he got was 50% equity in its growth. And I was like, 
Oh, snap. I never even, I, I thought about the dollars, the big dollars, opportunities. But now you talk about Austin, that's, you know, one of the startup meccas in the country. And you have these great ideas. And now you're, you're partnering with Quinn. You're partnering with Worthy, with Jay Witt. You're partnering with these guys, giving them 25% of this startup. Dude, that, that's not a four-year deal. That, that's a 40-year deal. That's if you, you know, this thing blows up. You sell to Heinz for a hundred milli. That's, that's, um, $50 million. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 uh, just that's what it is. Money. That's, well, you said that's he, he has 50%. Like, he has 50%. Yeah, this particular deal, more than, more than 50 million. And, and they're My, not, I'm not every one of them is that level of, of equity, but that's how he got started. So, UT, it's cool as hell. We're always, I mean, clearly we're homers. That's Horns Up podcast. But for an alum and Craig Allen and those guys to come up with this idea and to be willing to invest in a real-life partner in one of the coolest dudes and and, and one of the best to ever do it on the 40 Acres, that's what I learned. And, I, dude, all spring break, I was just like, that that is, that's next level. That, that's yeah. going to be game changing right there. And I think a lot of this NIL stuff and, and Bijan's just great case in point here. Look, I think guys who played before you and even guys in your era, Quan, like a lot of them weren't good with managing their money. They didn't have people, you know, on their team or, or behind them that were taking care of them. Right. Like you right. see a lot of guys that go broke and, you know, they don't see they, any, any of the money they had when they made in their careers. And I think this NIL stuff you know before they become professional gives them perspective and they start talking to financial managers at a young age right and they start taking care of their finances and be smart with their decisions here it's good for their growth as a man you know going forward or, or woman if they're you know making money off on ale as well that you know they can get this done early you know they don't have they can plan for the future and in Bijan's case getting 50 percent of a mustard company you're right if they sell to heinz you know for 400 milli He's getting Bro, 200 million. <laughs> or, or, and then another thing we talked about in, in the partnership was that on certainly you sell, it blows up. But we know the lifespan of running backs. I think Bijan's going to have a very long career because he's that. He's yeah, but very long could be one, seven but, or eight years. But one injury away yeah, exactly. from not, you know? But, I mean, yeah. Yeah, seven or eight years, he's still in his 20s. But this is an opportunity as a partner, and especially the equity owner on that level. You finish. You're now the CEO of that company. What? Or the EVP or the guy development. You're you're in the C-suite because of equity. And you're on just, the board. <laughs> and you're on the board, dude. And so those level things, to your point, Nick, you almost, it saved you from yourself because yeah, I, I say it all the time about UT because there's schools that I got recruited by that wanted to give you that signing bonus or that you know, whatever it took to get you there. And NIL is still doing that. But this is the, this is the, this is the, as I say, I didn't choose UT for money. It was more of um, the long one, you know, the long run piece of it is, it was, they're going to take care of you for a, a, a long, long time. An annuity kind of concept. This is that on steroids. And, and it's cool that our school is doing it. And sadly, there's still going to be those people out there who are taking advantage of it. Hell, I'm in the business world. SVB just screwed a lot of people over. You know, the, that bank, what they did, and the Fed's taking them down. But this right here is different to where it's, it truly is a partnership. You, you have, you're incentivized 
to absolutely make this thing grow and do well. And um, how crazy would it be if he ends up on Pittsburgh? But again, I it just it was a cool talk, man. His humility, he's still that same dude. He knows he's gonna go pretty high. I was still sad that he left early, but come on now. That's that's called bias. I knew he probably needed to. And um, and yeah, man, it, it was cool. South by Southwest, honestly, crazy as it gonna get. This was the first year I've ever been to South by Southwest. No way. And it was mainly because of both of those deals that I had. To, I, first year I went because I was working. <laughs> so that's yeah. what's so bizarre about it all. So uh, it ended up being a really cool thing. Do you get a chance to go to any shows? Uh, you're talking music? Music, comedy. Oh, and so I was actually on spring break on the music aspect of it because really it's the EDU, then it's the film, and then it's the music piece of it. So nice. um, the family wanted to, to get out of town because it's only about 5 million people that's coming. <laughs> And yeah. uh, they were on spring break. So we took advantage of that piece of it. But I will say this. Uh, it won't be my last time going because now I'm paying attention to it and seeing certain level of the shows. There was like, man, I'm telling you, talking about NIL, there's like four NIL conversations uh, going on. This one's one of them. UT had one and a couple more just talking about the concept and what it looks like. Um, and then just business in general. It, it was just it, it was it was pretty cool, man. It was pretty cool. And this one was well attended, man. There's hundreds of people kind of listening in and asking questions. Love that. I cool. hope you plug the horns of Talking Texas podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I told them they better, better listen in, man. Uh, they, yeah, it's just crazy to hear. I mean, you bring up, you know, Quan's era, Nick, the era that we grew up watching of players. And we just saw so many players get the wrong financial advice, the wrong advice, the wrong people in their ear. Now that when it's happens like in the nba it's like john morant he's surrounded by the wrong people it's so glaring because we don't see that we don't see that anymore you know or as often it's so glaring for people to see somebody make the wrong choices and be in the wrong situations they were like oh whoa wait a second whereas like i don't know i just think of old i just think of older players you know even like like watching vince grow up i feel like there was no one there in the nfl for him you know what I'm saying? I don't. You probably know him well, like obviously man, well and, more and, than we no, do. No, there certainly wasn't. And I've told y'all, I told y'all, the NFL is not set up for longevity. They want you to blow your money. They want bad people to get involved because they want they, they're a business. They want um, negotiating leverage. That's what they care about. And now this is gonna, it's gonna be wild to see. And 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 I don't know that even NFL likes the fact that NIL is 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 coming along. They, they like that it's a train wreck. But once it gets cleaned up. Guys are going to stay longer in, in in college. Guys are going to be well, you know, established and yeah. have money before they get in. There was a scenario once when I was at the Bengals and the head coach, y'all know who was there. <laughs> I had um went to a um, event and I happened to know the person that was getting the award. So I was kind of in the, the front. That particular head coach <laughs> actually awesome. called me out and said, oh, well, I don't know why Quan plays ball. He's a, a part of the, the, the this family and all that. And I was like, and I remember T.O., yeah, I've told y'all T.O. is one of my boys. He's like, why are you hating? That's a good thing. Like, do you want guys to be begging you? And, and sadly, there was a, a, an underbelly of that culture in the league, and they wanted guys to – you go back to the, to the, the, the lockout. The owners thought we were going to cave in because we blew our money, and that was why we called it a lockout versus a strike. Right. So, man, there's some crazy things that I know, me personally, I didn't even think about that could help and some awesome silver lining to this NIL world. Once that's fixed, that'll even, in my opinion, make the league better. Yeah. And I think a lot of people 
get turned off by the NFL at certain points because of the business aspect of things. Like I think I mentioned a, a long time ago that one of my uh, high school football coaches was in the NFL for a little bit and he ended up retiring after like two years because he was like too much of a business. I just wanted to get out of it, but you're right. I mean, the NFL wants the players to be dependent on, on the league, right. Mm-hmm. Instead of vice versa. Right. So with all these NIL deals, as you're mentioning guys stay longer, right. Okay. So that takes away a year from a guy's career that, you know, Bijan, he could be, you know, getting good ratings this year, or he could be in college still. And then two guys get a taste of that good money and they think, okay, you know, I know what I'm worth. Give me more. Yeah. You know, exactly. they got more bargaining power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's like less responsibility. You're still a college kid cutting your teeth, not paying crazy rent, not having everyone, you know, jump down your throat for like the, you know, cause I mean, and maybe you can even speak to this key. Like when, I'm sure the minute, you go professional f- sports and football, basketball, whatever. You start getting some phone calls and texts from some numbers you haven't spoken to. Dude. And I- oh, dude, I remember me. The least of your worry, you get it. And if you grew up in a small town, you get it from the most random folks. Dude, I, I crack up when I went to Everyone's the- got an idea. Dude, and first of all, and it's a little bit of my fault because I've only had two cell phone numbers my whole life. But, dude, I got a text from this, I, and I don't. Clearly, I got over it. It's not a big deal, but it is. The person that bullied me more as a kid my entire life called me. It was like, <laughs> so, uh, congratulations. Uh, man, I'm struggling. I really need a car. I'm like, what? Dude, like, are you kidding me? First of all, how the hell did you get my number? And that's the stuff that you deal with. And, and, and that's not going to change, unfortunately, because socioeconomically, athletes still have to deal with some stuff. And, 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 I tell you what, it won't change in the next few years, but if things keep happening the way they are 20, 30 years from now, it's a whole nother world. And, and there is a seismic change in generations. But I, I want to take that to another level because it's thought about something too. The guys leaving early now because of the way. So kudos to Texas high schools, UIL, who's ever in control of this. Dude, they're, they're going to school early from a college standpoint. They have. 20, sometimes even 60 credits. They're finishing college in two years, three years. Yeah. So you're like, oh, why they finish college? Do they have a degree? So not only are they getting this NIL love because they took care of business in high school, because they took care of business in college, they they actually have graduated. Mm-hmm. You know, and so there's so many things that's happening that it gets scrutinized. I get it, especially some of the old schools. I hate, don't want to pay them, don't want to do this. But it's a lot of good coming out of this, and, and, and I'm seeing the benefits already, and especially, like I said, after this conversation that I, I just hadn't even really thought about, dude, it's, it's pretty sweet. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right, well, speaking of sweet, we sweet. will see you guys. We'll see you guys before or after the Sweet 16. I feel great. I feel really good. Feel I, feel, I feel – I just feel proud. For the first time in a long time, I mean, we really focus heavily. I, the baseball team's done wonders. The women's sports have done wonders, but it, you know, you know, it's, let's not be shy about it. We focus on the men's basketball, men's football heavily on this podcast. And in the first time in two years, I feel really proud of like one of these two programs. Dude, that, that couldn't put it any better. Um, I, I put it. I was talking to someone the other day. I said, "Golly, man, March Madness has been nuts." But you know what? It's a whole nother level when you have your team participate in it. 
It's a I'm like, I'm, dude, I'm, we're going to like, I'm watching like meaningful basketball on Friday. Like, it's like, it's the, like, I was talking to my girlfriend. I was like, yeah, like we have the horns on Friday. She was like, all right, I may like go do something else after. I was, I was like, whatever, like, dude, whatever you want. <laughs> I, was, I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, this is so awesome that literally every single game that the horns are playing is like a, a massive game. You know, like it's not like a basketball game that's like, okay, we lost, whatever. Like, this is a winner go home every single game. The, the stakes are so high. And every time we score, every time we take the I mean, we, fucking going the hand. The crew like, in LA was massive. Yeah. We, had, we, we threw a party in LA, Q. Oh, it was, we went we, to freaking uh, Cover 2, which is not too far from my house. And because I had to come home early for a speaking engagement, my family stayed in Houston. Dude, my, my whole crew is texting me. They're like, all right, we got this plan, that plan, that plan. We need to be home by 645. Now the game started late, but that doesn't matter. And we're texting the whole time. And and then, and then they watched the girls game afterwards. And so, dude, and by the way, that, that was a restaurant slash bar. And you would have thought we were at the mood. It was screaming. It was yelling. It was high fives. Uh, it, us it, too. It was, it was that's. I, I told the players a long time ago, and they laughed at me. This city is better when y'all are winning. <laughs> it is evident, and we're seeing it every at every spot, at every corner. So it's it's pretty cool, and we're proud of these cats. Keep it going, keep, keep it, it going, going, boys. Horns up, talking Texas. Fisher snacks, Crater, and the Equan Cosby. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Did you know Bridgestone developed a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials? Making a difference today for future generations. That's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Becoming your strongest financial self? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. Get it today at northwesternmutual.com slash goodplan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. You know after you enroll with your Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you get up to $10 back monthly on U.S. rideshare purchases with select providers, like a car to the airport. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths. And where the Wi-Fi password is rarely used. Because you're the escape artist. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.amic slash you know. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.